Welcome to episode two of the Student Section Podcast. I am Manny Alvarez. With me is my co-host Chris Hume. Chris, we're not canceled yet. It's uh pretty shocking. There seems like people like us. I guess so. Hey, the first that first uh, podcast episode was hot. I mean, I'm sitting there. You know, you dropped it like right before midnight, and I'm like, oh, I got to get up at five thirty. No, listen <laughs> to it. Uh, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, who wants to listen to my voice? But uh. It was interesting. It was good. And it's not because it was just Chino. I mean, it was, I think we had a lot of great content. I think everybody was hype. Uh, it was very interesting. And for those just getting into the, you know, student section scene, it, it was a great start. Mm. Sorry, I'm drinking a hot tea. I had caught the flu this morning. Um, oh, I man, thought I, I, for you. I, I thought for I had you. dodged it. I went to church yesterday and it was just the priest talking and you hear just coughs like all over the area. Oh, dang. That's like, yeah, it's, you know, you got to wear a mask everywhere you go. Exactly. Days. And so, I had softball last night, like in 40-degree weather, and I thought I was well prepared with a sweater underneath the, the uniform. But, nope, caught it. But see, I'll be, you're resilient, though. You're resilient. Look at you. You're going at yeah, it right now. Going at it with a day cool and, and some hot tea. But, <laughs> um, Coach, you know, uh, you know, I was at, I was at a couple of gyms last week, and the two gyms I was at last week, both those student sections just happen to be the co-student section of the week. I think you're familiar with one of them because this is uh, the yeah, second right? This is the second time we had a co-student section of the week, and Bishop Amat just happens to be the co again. Yeah, I know. You know what's funny? Um, when you mentioned that, and I was going on social media because, uh, like you, I had a crazy, crazy week. You know, uh, I'm sitting back last night, and uh, I look, and you know what's crazy about that? Bishop Amat was. 35% in one tie, and then they were 34%. And it was almost like identical numbers to, you know, uh, co-champions of the week, which is crazy. Great for them. Great for them. Yeah, I think the difference is that uh, I think you guys had more votes with Bishop. I think it was our second most voting um, during the regular yeah, season. Yeah, we broke a record. We broke a record, like, yeah. as, I mean, which... as, as in general, but that whole week, it was insane. Yeah, and it ended up getting broken later on. Um, through uh, West Ranch after the whole uh, thing with Saugus is the way they they united yeah. with Saugus High School and definitely, they ended up smashing definitely. that record. I, I mean, What's, if you have to lose the record, there you go. It's okay. Um, yeah. I'm so glad they got it. I'm glad they got it. Yeah. Um, no, I did check out Capo Valley Cage on last Wednesday. They were playing against Mission Viejo, meeting the Diablo Inferno, though, on the road. Granted, the road means it was just one uh, freeway exit, but it was a big rivalry game. Back and forth game uh, on the court and in the stands. Uh, Diablo Inferno uh, battled with the cage, but uh, the cage was very savage, especially when when uh, Capo had the big lead. But uh, what made it even better was in the fourth quarter, Mission Viejo came back. Diablo Inferno was away, and uh, I have the video of like the last 20, 30 seconds of the game where Capo stole the ball, hit up a layup to take the lead with like 10 seconds left, and Mission missed it, and Capo just charged the court. And, Oh dang! That's like some that's like some March Madness or like you know yeah. NCAA sixty four Final Four stuff. Yeah, and and it's not like a, they rushed because it was an upset. I think everyone was expecting Capo to win, uh, but it was just the way that it ended. Just such such a thrilling thrilling finish. But uh, saw that, and then went to Bishop Amon, and the baseball coach at Bishop Amon was my baseball coach at Canyon in Anaheim. And so that's the first guy I saw when I showed up, talked to him. He was sitting next to the student section, making sure the dog pad didn't go a little too far. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was, that was another uh, uh, savage uh, student section. They were doing some savage stuff in the, on the sidelines. But uh, So that was fun to see that. 
so that was my week. And then, you know, church and softball and then the flu. And you're yeah. coming in on the D on the disabled list as well here. But, you know, uh, so I had a full week, you know, with, with the student sections and, and, you know, the podcast, obviously, and then, you know, softball and church and now the flu. But, uh, yeah, you're also on the disabled list too after the, the week you had and then to top it off with – <laughs> with an injury yeah yeah well uh, i mean I, I i'm about embracing the moments you know you're not guaranteed the next but uh yeah had six games last week tournament all weekend uh my one of my fraternity brothers passed away unfortunately uh had his funeral my uh son had his 11th birthday uh all in one week is is insane you know saying so, especially you know episode one it premiered last week so something there's like two or three things every single day but uh yesterday my son, uh, he says, hey, dad, teach me how to skateboard. And, you know, I have this old uh, H Street Matt Hensley board that I like is oh, like one of my, you know, treasured possessions. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I gave it to him yesterday. And we went out and had this amazing day, taught him how to skateboard. And, man, he's a little natural. I love it. I love it. But, uh, yeah, the, the, the concrete taught me uh, how not to fall. So, uh, you know, I fell yesterday, got up. Uh, this morning was still in some pain and uh, ended up broke my ribs. I couldn't believe it. I think when you told me, I (laughs) think when you told me skateboarding with your son, I already knew. I'm like, oh, he broke his ribs doing that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny is um, everybody's like, my family, they're like, you know, you got to teach, it's a couple weeks ago, you got to teach Ben, you know, he's getting to that age where, you know, he's going from sweet to like rugged. And I was just like, all right, all right. I got it. I got it. You know, we got some rugged times. So what did I do? Pick myself up after I caught my breath, and, and we went at it the rest of the day. So, but uh, yeah, you know, I had to get checked out, and uh, unfortunately, doctor said, yeah, I broke three. She says she sees five, but didn't know if that's from some old injuries. So uh, yeah, the radiologist will take a little bit of look at it. But hey, I'm just blessed to be here, blessed to be able to uh, keep going and, and have a, a wonderful Monday. Yeah, so we're both in pain, but. We're going to pull through, and, and we're going to talk to Palm Desert. They got a uh, starting five. Yeah. <laughs> with, uh, with, and let me go through the, through the lineup here. Uh, Banning Clark, Alec Weigel, Carter Anderhold, Jeremy Engler, and Andrew uh, Brainer. Um, wow, that sounds, like, that sounds like a team right there. Yeah, and I ran into Bannon at the Ranch Mirage Holiday Invitational. Uh, Palm Desert was playing a game in the small gym at Ranch Mirage, and he had showed up to show their support and uh, ran into me. And I was thinking, how does he know who I am? Like, he knows I'm the student section guy, but how do you recognize the face? And I'm going to give a shout out to Los Alamitos for that, that big head. <laughs> yeah, I, I, love that big, I love that big head. I mean, that'd be, that'd be crazy if, you know, whatever theme each, you know, student section's doing. But if uh, you happen to be there, if I happen to be there, man, the big heads come out. That would, that would be fabulous. <laughs> and I think that's how you recognize me. But, uh, you know, I, I'll mention it to him later. You know, I talked to the Rancher Mirage coach, Rob Hamner, who I've known for, you know, close to a decade. Um, I told him, yeah, I just ran into the Aztec Army guy. And he's like, man, I wish Rancher Mirage was just like those guys, social media-wise and student section-wise. He's like, that, those guys know how to run a social media game. And, uh, and they really do. And they'll talk about that as well. They got some big That's games awesome. this week. Also, uh, we got another guest. We got Carlsbad's Marching Lancers. Uh, we're right. going to pick their brains. I don't know much about marching bands, but when you go check out the student sections, you see the bands and you're thinking, you know, those guys are, are, are handling and killing it. And they had to battle with the loud kids on the other side. Um, but obviously, they get their halftime show and they rock it. And some of those kids, student section kids, uh, stay there to, to show their support and and yeah. want to put but them on the main stage as well. I was going to say, you know, it's funny, just from my experience, you know, during halftime, it's kind of considered a, you know, field show, band time, stuff like that. I wonder if, 
you know, some student sections, if, if they have that same type of like, you know, uh, playbook where they have to quiet down and, and let the other people, or if they go at it at halftime, you know, uh, I know each school does it different, but I do know some band directors, that's like, that is their time, you know? So it'd be interesting to kind of hear, you know, uh, between uh, maybe the two uh, interviews. Yeah. And then I'd like to see what music, cause I've been noticing uh, bands have been playing like pop, like culture songs, like rock songs or, I mean, obviously we keep, you keep hearing like real, I keep hearing real big fish, like for the last 15, 20 years. So right, plays, you know, right. sell out. But uh, I heard like, I went to the Santa Ana game for the paper and the Santa Ana band was playing some Marachi music. I'm like, ah, what the heck? <laughs> I wow. don't know whether to tip him and wait for my enchilada, but um, cause normally yeah, you hear well, that type you know, of music at a Mexican restaurant. No, you know what's crazy is um two things. One, uh, I gotta I gotta second that. I heard uh, you know, uh, single ladies by Beyonce band, you know, like shaking their you know, shaking their instruments on the field and, and, and like going at it. I was like, What? Like this is interesting, you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, like you said, it's it's definitely different seeing, you know, what the uh, choice of songs are. And uh, going off the mariachi thing, though, out in Riverside, I'm going to give a big shout-out to Ramona. Ramona, in the last couple of years, they actually uh, started a mariachi band that's separate than their other band, and they're getting, like, crazy amount of uh, awards and stuff. And I know that uh, their band director, Brian Gallagher, just got, uh, I think it's, like, musical technical technical director of the year or something. So uh, it's a huge thing. I think there's a growing there's a growing one on uh, and a growing interest in mariachi. So, interesting. Holy cow. Chris, I need you to do me a favor and get a hold of Ramona and get him on the show. I would like to talk about that. That's actually pretty cool. All right, cool. all right. <laughs> yep. And that's no problem. Um, I, I, beep, boop, 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 You know, you got it. I, connections are us. Perfect. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, you just showed me a photo before. We're waiting. Um, you know, this is pre-recorded, and we have Palm Desert already on, but we'll discuss that as the segment goes along. Right. But right. Uh, before we were waiting for Palm Desert, you know, you, you were showing me a photo of your student section days at Cal State Fullerton. And uh, yeah. I think I saw the photo. You said you had the yellow hair, and I said Eminem, and then I looked at it again, and I'm like, you kind of look like Bradley Noel. Uh, was it Bradley <laughs> Noel from uh, Sublime? <laughs> oh, Because, I mean, you're not skinny, so. <laughs> no. No, so check it out. There's, uh, you know, uh, obviously I was super involved in, in college and uh, I was in a fraternity, but one of the things that uh, they do, which I think carries over huge into uh, these old dogs, you know, being the student section directors or, you know, uh, ASB directors, because they have that type of experience is spirit. So they have, you know, the athletic, you know, competition, but they also have spirit and you got to get all themed out. Uh, the, the teams that do that, they even have a lip sync contest and you team up with a sorority it's pretty insane. It's like a week of just like the Olympics, except Spirit Olympics. I mean, everybody goes all out. But that picture that I sent you, yeah, it's a Braveheart theme. Uh, the year was 1998. I think Braveheart came out in 94 or something like that. So, yeah, we stormed. We went all the way from Fraternity Row on Milton. Yeah, and that's also a movie. Through the stadium onto campus into what uh, – now they have the brand-new performing arts building. Uh, which used to be the PA lawn uh, at Cal State Fullerton, but now there's this gorgeous building there. Mm. But uh, yeah, we stormed it, and you know, oh man, they they could they could take away our our grades, but they could never take away our spirits. So I mean, it was it was amazing. It was <laughs> so I'll post that on uh, on SoCal Student Sections uh, Twitter and Instagram um, until everyone can see that. But uh, maybe that might motivate some other student sections. 
I know you mentioned you said Servite Asylum does something like that where they, they walk in all together. But, man, big shout out to Servite. Uh, but could you imagine if somebody had a theme like that before the games and that's how they entered the oh, stadium? Oh, yeah. Or, oh, that would be that'd be insane. There's I'd no painted faces at Servite, but there's no painted faces at Servite, but that would be cool if they showed up just like the photo, which people will see later. But, uh. Servites come close. I mean, that, that was pretty cool. And uh, it's not like we're just coming up and talking about student sections. We're a part of it, and you have proof. I don't. We, yeah. we did not take <laughs> photos of ours. Um, guys, we're going to talk to Palm Desert next segment and uh, basically pick their brain about their social media work and how they've kind of blown up uh, in, in the desert. And they're one of the best in the desert really now. Um, and then we'll get to Carlsbad, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up and talk about those two and get ready for next week. But uh, we'll get to the Palm, the Palm Desert Aztec Army uh, in the next segment. And we will take a quick break. We'll be back. All right. Guys, welcome back to the student section report with Manny Hours and Chris Hume. Guys, our uh, guest today coming from the desert, the Palm Desert Aztec Army. We got a uh, starting five here. We got Bannon Clark, uh, Alec Weigel, Carter, uh, Carter Anderholt, Jeremy Engler, and Anthony uh, Brenner. Guys, uh, thanks for stopping by. Thank you, Manny. Yeah, yeah. It's a true pleasure. Yeah, it's exciting to hear you guys. <laughs> Yeah, like I don't know who's talking. It's all five, but uh, it's, it's all guys, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, thanks. Thanks for bringing the whole crew. Um, Bannon, uh, first off, uh, you know, I ran into you at the Ranch Mirage Hall Invitational. It's a tournament I I've been uh, going to for nine years back when it was at Cathedral City. Um, and I uh, I talked to Rob Hammond, the basketball coach at Ranch Mirage, and told me, yeah, I just saw the guy from the Aztec Army. And he said, I was like, I'm jealous that we don't have, like, A, a student section like Palm Desert, and B, a guy that knows how to work the social media games. So um, it sounds like uh, the desert is, is starting to recognize you guys for, for the work you've put in. Um, have, have people in the Palm Desert community or any or the desert in general uh, caught notice of, of uh, the school spirit at Palm Desert? Um, I think absolutely. I think that the last couple of years it's been – it's been okay, but I think that this year has been an all-time high. Um, I just want to – I think it's everyone that has showed up to the games has really been a big impact. I think all of us, not just myself as leader, but all my leaders that are with me right now, we've really put in a big effort as far as promoting especially just spirit and especially our media, social media. I think that's the biggest thing, and I think that's really helped us in not only football because I think football is something that we have more videos of, and those are obviously the more fun videos, and we love football especially, but I think our volleyball crowd was incredible this year. Obviously, the deep run they made, not just in CIF and league, but in state. But we obviously had a lot of great support, and I just give a thanks to the students and the staff. Now, is that something that you guys, it, that you're creating, that's never been there present before? Uh, like, you guys are just magic, and you're making it happen, and you're starting it up? Or was there already some type of, like, presence there to, like, get things going? You know, it, it had always been around, but it, it had never been this big. You know, um, I, I personally credit to the social media game that we had been, um, like, putting out this year. Um, there had always been big, big crowds of football games, the volleyball games, and even the basketball games. But um, this year, it's been a lot bigger because of the social media presence and because, um, you know, every kid has been following it. Awesome. Um, you know, I... Outside of, like, the La Quinta birdcage, you know, I didn't know about student sections in the desert. And all of a sudden, you guys – I mean, I knew of the Aztec Army, but I just thought it was just another small student section. And then you guys just kind of blew up the game. And then Cathedral City kind of made a surprise for a week there. Uh, 
is there other student sections there in the desert? I mean, I know Rancher Mirage. I mean, like they said, you know, they're jealous. They don't have a type of student section like that. We personally believe that no one can truly like compare to, to how big and how strong we were when it came to our student section. I think we, I think we set the bar for everyone else to I don't be think, trying to try and reach. I don't think there was a lot of, honestly, I think that there were, there were student sections out there and I think that they were there, but I don't think that they reached the level that we had as far as social media, as far as people that were there. I think that I felt like we were the only ones there in a, in a sense. And I think that even when we have an away game, I think our away game crowds were really big. And I think that, I think that at times we were louder than their home their home student section. Mm. So that just showed, that showed a lot to what us, what we did. And that was our goal was just to improve our student section. And I think we've done that and we're being recognized today for it. Yeah, that's great. You, you kind of brought up the, the whole props things. Um, are you guys, uh, do you guys have more props than the other schools? Are you in a, an ability to, to like really kind of push the envelope uh, or do you like kind of go competition wise? Who's got it better? I mean, is, is that something that's, uh, you have to fundraise for you guys have it in your club account uh how does that work there um a lot of it has to do with our money um i think that they really um obviously coach Gillian has been uh, our asb teacher has been really big and it's really he, that was the number one thing was to really push for um spirit but a lot of it actually comes out of our pockets so i'll admit that right away a lot of it comes out of our pockets mainly myself and carters but obviously we all chip in and we all do a lot i think like the powder the powder poppers you can get those at Walmart for like five bucks. So we'll normally get like a dozen of those a game and we'll just, we'll obviously pop them every single time we score a touchdown. So a lot of it does come out of our pockets, but we do get that much needed support from ASC. And one of the biggest things with our props that we use is that uh, we do a lot of posters, including we include some of our staff, like our principal, his name is Mr. Zink. One of the biggest things we did that I came up with was making a giant cardboard cutout of his head yeah. support for our school. <laughs> and support for our principal. So I thought that was great. And I thought that was clever. So we plan on doing more of that to incorporate not just the student section and the fact that we have enough spirit, but incorporate the school, the staff, and everyone in it that gives the student section its meeting. Yeah, could you imagine having like your principal, you know, like a bobblehead night or something, but it's all like fat heads on sticks? Yeah. Everybody gets one shaking yeah. it up and down in the crowd. Oh, I mean, I, I can relate. I mean, Los Alamitos had the, the big head of me and then the very creepy uh, mannequin of my face on it. So, I get <laughs> Oh, it. yeah. I, I saw that on social media. I saw that on social media. <laughs> and that's what surprised me. I think, you know, you and a few other kids saw me. I'm like, how do they know who I am? Because I never post my face. I'm like, oh, it's probably Los Alamitos. Um, but, uh I mean, talk, you talk about, you know, going to Walmart and hopefully Walmart will send us a check for the mention, but <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you talk about, you know, getting all the props. I mean, what's the process starting on Monday? I mean, is it kind of like sports where like Monday, like the football team shows up on Monday and says, Hey, we got to get ready for, you know, uh, Xavier prep and here's their plays and here's their key guys for you guys. Is that the same thing where you guys show up Monday and saying, uh, let's rattle this guy. This guy has this. Like, there's some student sections where they go deep in and find information on these players, where it kind of creeps the opposing players uh, when they find out how did that guy know about my about stuff in my life. Oh well, um, actually, for our rivals specifically, La Quinta, um, there had been social media wars per se, or yeah. social media something we don't promote. We don't promote yeah, that. In, in, instigations in a way, and then. Um, it, we do we do that research and we we see what would really hit them hard, but obviously be respectful at the same time. 
Yeah. And um, we do our research that way through social media. And we make posters that are going to, like, really, really dig deep. Yeah, because we're very, we're, very we're very big with posters as well as just signs in general. But I think that – I think it is some, sort of a banterish way in a sense because we obviously want to do it respectful and in the guidelines. But we obviously like having a little fun. I think that goes out to all other student sections. I think that's what makes a lot of different uh, student sections different in a sense is just the creativity like you were talking about with Los Alamitos in the poster review. So I think that obviously, um, obviously we just like we like we like having fun out here in Aztec Army, but obviously doing it in a respectful way. So, do you think uh, the social media? You said you do your reconnaissance via social media stuff like that, uh, and you say you don't partake. Is that because uh, you're seeing other schools being negative, or is that just because you're limited because that's what your admin or whoever's running that for you or or guiding you is discouraging that? Well, the student. Well, I'll I'll say this as far as social media goes. The social social media is completely ran by students. It's completely ran by all five of us. Um, it's not an administrator. It's completely us. But I think as far as our social media goes, I think it's more about posting videos and photos rather than obviously targeting other people. But I think a big thing about us is that we're obviously promoting themes and we're promoting. We have great videos. We have a great we have a great film theme. Shout out to Bastian. He really came out with a lot of good photos and videos that we use, especially. So I think that's another big thing, too, is that we like using we have the film and we have other programs helping us out in order to make our social media and just our overall presence great. How many how many views do you get on your videos that you guys do if you're if uh, you're producing something for, let's say, a football game versus a volleyball game, maybe basketball this season? Uh, do you show, do you see any like difference because of like popularity of sports or because of your followers or any of the such? Well, when we normally produce a video for a sport, it gets like 1,500 to 2,000 views and a couple couple hundred likes and a lot of comments and a lot of shares. And a lot of people really like to uh, help us use the social media um, posts to help um, get more people to the game. To basically make spread your cause. What was that? So basically spread your cause. Yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> I was going to say, well, do you think, um, so uh, speaking of which, do you think if, let's say Manny, Manny had not created SoCal Sections and me being a crazy, like, you know, social media guy and us trying to promote it, and obviously at the, you know, Battlefront area with all the, the high schools, do you think social media is one of the main reasons student sections is is kind of blowing up this 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 uh, this year? I mean, is it, or do you think it's always kind of been around and nobody's even taken notice? I think I, I I I personally think social media is the main reason um, student sections are now blowing up because in the past you could post posters you could um, you know you could word of mouth but social media everyone and every student is going to see it somehow and somewhere and that's what's really going to drive every single student that um, usually goes to football games to wear the theme to partake in the chance to and any any um, of the student section activities they're going to be there for it, 100% for it, through ways of social media. Uh, one of the questions I thought of, you know, uh, when we were kind of starting this show and, you know, went through the interviews last week, we didn't ask, but I know I'm going to ask every single week, is what are you doing to gain followers? And what are you, and like, how are you doing it? Uh, is it organized? Is it just like word of mouth, hey, man, follow us? You know, like, we're cool. Or, like, do you actually have, like, a business strategy on how to retweet, the difference between the like, between the retweet, the repost, 
uh, you know, getting it on, on multiple platforms. What, what's your, uh, what's your strategy? What's your game plan? Well, when we post our posts, we like to add, add in that we want feedback from our students and we want, we want to know what they want, how we can make things better and excel in that area. And we also like to spread, uh, spread the word vocally, just in class when, you know, in class we go up and we just like talk about how we want people to participate in the activities. And that's essentially yeah, how we and do it. I think to add on to Jeremy, especially, I think that certain games, whether it's against La Quinta, whether it's Xavier, I think you really feel the energy I think just through students, especially whether it's on social media or through word of mouth, I think you really feel the energy. You see, I think everyone gets excited about it. People obviously want to do the themes. I think that for volleyball, we did a lot of simple themes, but they really worked. And we also had some fun ones like Visco Girl. We did simple ones like Hawaii. We even did Jersey for um, our Kings of Cook Street matchup against Xavier. And a lot of people really came out and had all different types of sports. And it was cool. It wasn't just a simple theme like a whiteout or a blackout. But you really felt the energy throughout the staff, throughout the students. People were talking about it. And people were obviously posting about it on social media. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to have a call, call to action. I mean, if you were to, you know, you know, Instagram's algorithm or Twitter's algorithm, you watch, you know, uh, how to gain followers, stuff like that on YouTube or any other things. You got to have that call to action. You guys think you pretty pretty much do that pretty well then? Yeah, I, absolutely. I think that our social media is, is not the best in the desert. I think that I think there's a lot of other uh, student sections out there that have social media that is existent, but I think that we constantly promote it every single day. We want every sport to be included. We obviously are in constant contact with whether it's players, whether it's coaches. We're in, we're in contact with them as far as when their next home game is, when it's an away game. We want every kid to be at least go to a game or at least go to multiple ones. Yeah, and we're doing every sport from football to water polo. You know, we're not biased. Even cross country. Yeah, we're not every biased. Sport. We're promoting every single sport, all their awards, all the all the uh, things they get. and Because yeah. they and, work incredibly hard. And so. to add on to Bannon's earlier is that one of the biggest things is that not only do we promote our – Aztec Army social media every day is that we also have friends and family who prom who help the promotion with us mm -hmm. by bringing it up to their friends and families too. So it's not just all of it's not just Aztec Army in general. It's all the students who help post about it, repost about it. All the parents, everyone in the desert helps and supports us in a way where we try to become what we are and as the Aztec Army by creating spirit for Palm Desert. Yeah, and not only that, not only that, uh, not only that but. Um, I feel like one of the things that propels our social media to a different level than anyone else's in the valleys is that we take videos of us during halftime and we bring speakers out. Yes. And we, we play music that everyone loves and we all get super hype and we get the crowd into it during halftime. And we post those videos and those videos do pretty well on Instagram and they get the views racked up because people watch them multiple times and that gets people to want to go to the game. So that is really one of the more defining factors in uh, why um, Palm Desert student section is so much better than everyone else's in the Valley. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's great. Um, you know, I was going to mention, uh, alumni, you know, I have, or the community, you know, in, around Palm Desert, have they taken notice and realized that ah, these guys really love have, you know, school spirit and love their programs. Um, and also, you know, you know, I, I mentioned the student section is one of the best in Orange County at the beginning of the football season. And someone mentioned that school never had school spirit when I was there. Um, 
has anyone kind of been shocked at the, you know, I don't want to say 180, but you guys kind of basically going over the top this year? I think the biggest thing is that from last year when we were uh, juniors is that we love being part of the student section and helping out the seniors and cheers. But I think one thing we took from that is that we wanted to make it better. So I would definitely say that we definitely upped the anthem into making everything that we could into becoming the best of the best, which is getting props, getting the cheers, getting the numbers in our stand. And even having to, we even incorporate the parents in our cheers. We'll split up the sections where we go from students to parents and everyone and have them join on the cheers and join in on the uh, excitement that we share with everyone. As Carter was saying about um, when we were juniors and looking up to the seniors and how we just wanted to be better, we, we, we really took that into heart. And coming into this year, we just, we just propelled on that. We, we, wanted, we wanted to strive to be the best and better. And we even had alumni come to and visit our games just to check out the student section, just to see how big it truly is. And they were completely amazed and astonished by how, how big the crowd was, how into it they were, and just the, old, the overall excitement. And to add on with Jeremy, it's like they even also helped us with props too. Like one, a few yeah. of the moms will bring in like pom-poms and they will bring in just like little bits of items for us to show the theme of each game that we partake in. So they also incorporated helping us with our props too. You know, Chris, uh, we brought up the whole, we should do a parent section of the week. And I think uh, yeah. as our parents are, uh, are something up to the plate. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I mean, I've been around some student sections. Um, my biggest thing is like, you know, with Ramona and Chino is trying to explain it's not just the students, you know, and to get everybody to buy in. I think schools that actually have that already and understand it's, it takes like a whole tribe, you know, it takes a whole community to like really build that. I mean, imagine if you, like you said, not just the students, but the parents, but then it goes to alumni, imagine your admin and you actually get your school district in on the spirit as well. And then the businesses, oh man, you guys are going to blow up even more. I mean, that's, I think every school should like aim for that, but it sounds like you guys have a great start. Absolutely. And I think that, I think fall sports was incredible. And I think that we're just building onto that, especially with winter sports coming up. We have two big home games coming up, both against our rivals. We have Xavier tomorrow. We're going to do a preppy theme for that. We're going to be in all in our Sunday clothing, finest clothing. And then Thursday we have a red out against La Quinta. So those will be two exciting basketball games. You know, I did see the Xavier one and um, that the battle, the battle of cook. I, that's kind of weird because you guys are off of like Fred Waring, aren't you? Uh, Cook Street. That's where the name, that's where the, hey, Cook, yeah. Cook and Fred Waring. So that's yeah. where we get the name like Kings of Cook Street. Queens, Queens of, of Cook, Cook Street. Street. Yeah. So all those games this, this entire week are going to be, they're very exciting. And on top of that, we do have finals. So that's, that's going to be a big, that's going to be very big, especially. Has the local paper, because I do student section stuff for the Orange County Register, and that's kind of where this whole thing got discovered with SoCal student sections. But, uh, does the Desert Sun do anything? Does, you know, I, I'm trying to remember the names of the, of the guys there, you know, uh, Shade Powers. Oh, Powers. Yeah. Do they do anything with student sections or they just kind of say, hey, check these guys out and then just kind of move on with the sports? They've done like a little bit. They've done like pictures. They've been like, oh, check out Aztec Army and look what they've been doing. Yeah, they'll tag us on, so they'll tag us on social media, but not like quite what you guys are doing, especially with the podcast and promoting us especially. But uh, they do take some really nice photos, and we obviously use that for um, our social media. So that's a big shout-out to the Desert Sun on that one. 
But I think the biggest thing is, especially with you guys and what you what you guys have done for all student sections, is you've really promoted us. I mean, if I told you last year, honestly, if I knew really who you guys were, because obviously we weren't ranked and we weren't really a well-known student section, but because of you guys and what you've promoted, I think people have bought in more. Well, we appreciate that. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and by the way, I applied for the Desert Sun a couple of years ago and I didn't get the job. So maybe we would have had some student section there had I got hired. Uh, I know that I know the desert. I go there all the time. Um, before we close out, speaking of the desert, I was there and the tournament went through Sunday and I had to go find places to eat. I went to the sliced pizza. Did I miss any eateries in the desert? Um, oh, we're talking about food. We're talking of about course. food. So why would trouble. I miss out on food? <laughs> That's trouble. Okay, one thing you definitely want to hit is Alcabar. Yeah. Uh, really, really close to the school. Um, when, you, when you're driving out of the school, you just take a left. It's literally like a couple, like, thousand feet. Yeah. Uh, it's super close, and they have um, – Arguably one of the best Philly steaks in. Um, I'll, in I'll the food. Oh, he said Philly steaks. Philly steaks. <laughs> he said Philly steaks. Well, I'm thinking Pat. I'm, when I think Philly steaks, I think Pat or Gino's in Philly. Like, oh yeah, I and I went there. Yeah. By the way, Tony Luke's is better, but. Now we got an argument. <laughs> we got some Philly. You gotta try. You great. gotta try. The breakfast burrito. Oh, the breakfast burrito. Always breakfast burritos. I would say best breakfast burritos, at least on that street of Cook Street. On that street in the valley. Uh, yeah, it's the best breakfast burritos in the valley. Is that the – you know what? I think I've been there before. Um, And then next year the tournament goes through Sundays. So, like, Sundays there's no games, and I have to go find something to do in the desert. You definitely need to go in there and tell them you gave them a huge monster shout-out, and they should buy you lunch. True. We'll make it, I, I, we know, I know the owner personally, so if you guys come in, well, let me know, and I'll make it happen. No, well, I'm do, I mean, for you guys giving a press, but thank you so much. I will definitely eat that Philly chicken <laughs> and burritos. And we'll have the argument but uh, about the Philly cheesesteaks. Guys, um, best of luck tomorrow against Xavier, and uh, you know, keep, keep doing what you're doing social media-wise, and hopefully we'll, we'll give you guys more credit uh, during, the, yeah, during the winter. Uh, yeah, guys, thanks. I did have one more question if that was okay. Yeah, go ahead, Chris. Yeah, yeah, yeah so uh, I'm all about leadership and stuff. So, I mean, obviously, guys, you guys are cooking it. I mean, uh, pun intended, you know, um, this year with uh, your uh, spirit, you're going to leave. So what happens after you leave? Do you guys have a training? Ooh, good question, you know, like, Chris. Uh, like, are you training up the next generation that's coming in behind you to keep the spirit up? Well, uh, yeah, we do have a couple of options. We're kind of seeking out people to be leaders for the student section next year. We want five uh, optimal candidates for the position. Um, we are definitely seeking them out right now. A couple of, a couple of good options in the junior class um, that we're looking at right now. So, yeah, we are kind of training them in a sense. You know, um, that's a good point you brought up, Chris, because I have seen student sections where, like, last year they killed it and they were dominating every week. And then the next year all those seniors are gone and the leadership is gone. It's kind of like – it's kind of like sports when, like, your top five stars graduate and then yeah. you have to fill the yeah. voids and, well, the and then they struggle. So. The biggest thing also is that we, we also have – we have, like, juniors who actually have came up to us that have, that have, like, basically, like, basically what Carter's saying is that um, a lot of juniors have been, like, wanting to be leaders of the National Army, which is good. And I think that they're going to be – they're going to have to take on a big torch because I think we've really set the bar high. So I think yeah. that's another big thing is that this junior class, I mean, 
I think they, I think they can do it, and I think you hopefully they can be on this podcast next year. Yeah, definitely. I, don't, I don't really don't think a lot of people realize how much time, effort, sacrifice goes into Agreed. doing this kind of stuff. It's a, it's a lot. Very, yeah, it no, is, and guys, uh, again, thanks for being on, and, and hopefully we'll get to see the, the photos and videos of you guys this week against Xavier and, and La Quinta, and uh, hopefully we'll recognize you some more during the winter. Um, I, I mean, let me get the names of you guys here. <laughs> Andrew, Jeremy, okay, Carter, yeah, Alec, Bannon. Obviously, if you uh, if you guys want people to follow you, where do you, where do you want them to follow you at? You know, give your give your um, You guys out. can follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at PD Aztec Army. Uh, we are on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We've um, we're over a thousand followers on both platforms. So yeah, make sure to give us a follow. Check out our content. We add a lot, and uh, we'd be excited for you guys to follow us. Sweet. Perfect, guys. Thank you so much. Best of luck the rest of the year. Thank you, man. All right. Guys, welcome back to the student section podcast. Uh, obviously, we just spoke with the Palm Desert Aztec Army. Uh, they told us uh, where the best Philly cheesesteak is at at the desert. <laughs> and uh, we're going to change it up a bit. We are talking to the marching bands. We tend to uh, – sometimes the marching bands tend to get kind of ignored because we look at the crazy student sections and obviously the, the uh, talent on the field or the hardwood or, or wherever uh, you'll see a band, they kind of get pushed back. And obviously they have the halftime show, but a lot of great talent there. A lot of uh, hard work is put onto to the those marching bands, and we want to put them on the same platform. And who better to start than the Carlsbad Marching Lancers? We got Peter Manzi, the director of the Marching Lancers, as well as Gabby Hendricks, the head drum major, and then the woodwind captain, Sam Keen. Guys, thanks for being on the, the podcast. Hey, thanks so much for having us. Perfect. And, and for the most part, we're basically going to pick your brain because, like I said, you know, people tend to just kind of see you guys and it's great, but they just don't know the basics of what you guys have to do from Monday through Friday. It's kind of like football. Um, and I'm assuming it's like football where you guys show up Monday and you have to basically have a schedule and see what you guys have to do. It's kind of like football where you have to figure out, like, playbook, who the top guys you have to stop. Um, is it like that with you guys every week, like, you know, with, with plays and moving around? Yeah, it really is like football in a lot of ways. Like starting in May, we have band camp. We go through a lot of the summer, and that's every weekday. We're out there hard on our different techniques. And so anywhere from um, exercising on the track for a lot of hours to um, just, you know, working on our marching technique. And we spend a lot, of, a lot of time on that through the summer so we can have success during the rest of the school year on that. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the biggest things is that um, our program, to have that success on day one, many times our first game is before school starts. So a lot of times the CK school starts, the band starts. Uh, just about all of your bands are spending time before the season. Here at Carlsbad, we audition in April, and we rehearse June and July during the week, two weeks of uh, camp. And literally, it is football for three hours, band for three hours, football uh, for three hours over here uh, in the summer. And uh, kind of once trading off with the other uh, as we go through. And then once we get into the school year, it's uh, Tuesday, Thursday nights, uh, Friday before games, and Saturdays if there's not a competition. Uh, so they're putting in a lot of hours, uh, just like our cheer, dance, and uh, football team. Now, I have a million-dollar question. So, in athletics, you know, CIF regulates, you know, so much practice times. But 
me being around a lot of schools, me, you guys are going at it like full time jobs. Is is there like any restrictions or uh, any of the such that you guys have to like work with as far as like uh, becoming as, as awesome as you are? No, the only restriction we really have is just as you know, your rest of your life, like academics and all that. But we put in a lot of time outside of our rehearsals in order to make rehearsals the best. You know, well, and I yeah. actually think it's like one a of the biggest jobs. Yeah, exactly. You have to kind of alter your life around it so that you can have the most fun while you're there. Well. Yeah, and I think actually if you want to think of a, a restriction, I think it's a problem every school probably has is literally just the rehearsal space uh, between having the football field, whether it's football or cross country using the track or cheer, and all of us just wanting to use that same facility. And we have a great athletic director in Amanda Waters who really works hard with all of our groups out here at Carlsbad to make sure that each group gets that field space that they need. And that's why you see so many successful groups out here. Well, that's, that, that's amazing to hear because, uh, honestly, I do know the struggle. You know, uh, I do have an open ear here and there. And uh, I do know, especially for bands, that you getting the space that you need, you know, while there are other programs is – uh, and all the band directors are, are like thanking you right now for speaking up mm -hmm. and saying that right now. That <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, some people, they, you know, it's the hush hush that nobody ever talks about, but it's yep. like a struggle. It's a real struggle. It, it is, it is. And, and we're so thankful here and we work, uh, you know, every year at that schedule and finding what works. And if you come out on a Thursday night uh, during fifth quarter freshman football, you'll see our band up on the sideline. And when they wrap up, we head out and, you know, real, a lot of respect out in the stands as we start our practice as uh, they're finishing up uh, their meetings on the sideline and just, you know, seeing that mutual support for all the groups is great. You know, um, you talk about Amanda Waters. You said she's awesome. That's another statement. I've, I've talked to her and, and the, yep. the way she's handling the athletic program and then you guys and then the loud crowd, you know, yeah. is amazing. And just wanted to bring that up. But, you know, um, that Chris mentioned, it's kind of interesting that you guys get to share the stadium. I mean, when I was in high school, we didn't have a stadium, but the band had the asphalt, and then we had the, the football field for practice. Um, have, have you – have other – I mean, I'm sure other schools have that same issue where they said, you know what, the, the field's for athletics, but we have the asphalt for you guys. Enjoy your summer. Yeah, you know, we've just been really blessed. Uh, this is my sixth year here at Carlsbad. Um, we've had – um, another practice field, uh, we're on the baseball field sometimes, mm -hmm. or softball. We actually um, switch between years, um, and that's also the freshman football practice uh, fields um, until they move over to the stadium. And so we have been blessed to either be on grass and not been on asphalt, but I know if you drive up the road to, like, Vista High School, I know they're out um, on the blacktop and stuff. So we know that we're very, very lucky uh, that we get that time and the growth of our band because of that time we've gotten in the stadium and on the turf where we perform is, yeah, you can't even really put into words. And I'm sure the students would say the same. Uh, I know it's kind of a double-edged sword question, but hey, that's, that's why we're here, you know, make it a little interesting. Um, do you think bands get overshadowed a little bit um, with, you know, as much uh, athletic prominence and, and all the publicity towards that? And even now, like, Obviously, we're doing student sections and bands, but um, do you ever feel over? I mean, maybe not you, or maybe some of your colleagues. You know, let's let's keep it safe. Uh, feel overshadowed uh, because they are the band. 
Uh, I think at a lot of places the band can get overshadowed, but especially not here, because while our band is very important here, we have a lot of we don't get much overshadowed because of the amazing people within our program a lot of the time. And also the great guys over at the Loud Crowd, and also everyone that's here, they do a really good job of including all of us in all the festivities every Friday night. You know, you guys have the halftime show, obviously, all bands do. But then you got, you know, uh, Senior Day for football, and then you got, you know, a Homecoming. When you have those special events, I mean, what's what's the plan? I mean, I, I'm sure it's not the same halftime show. It's going to be short because the ha the, you got to get Homecoming ready to go, or you got to get, you know, the, the – well, I mean, the football players for Senior Day is, is probably before the game. But Homecoming, I'm sure, is a different – tell me the schedule for Homecoming. Uh, that is what we call the busiest day of our year. Um, sometimes we'll start with a pep rally for TV at 8 in the morning. Um, we then move into uh, the homecoming assembly where uh, we have a brass choir playing for the introduction of our court. Um, in my six years, four of those six years, we've had a king or queen on court, uh, which is just showing the support our school has for our band. We literally hop on a bus to head down to Carlsbad Village, and we literally do your classic hometown parade. Each class is making the float, and all of the Carlsbad schools shut down. Uh, they're all down there, and it is literally this homecoming party. It is the only parade in Carlsbad Village the entire year. Um, as a band, we come back, we take about a 40-minute break, and then we go right into rehearsal uh, to prep for their laughing because they know they just want to sleep, uh, to prep for not only halftime, but we're usually in the middle of our competition season, head to the game, do our pregame stuff, and then that halftime, uh, Jackie Clausen and Tony Sharp and myself put together a combined group uh, performance dance cheer band, which also features our homecoming court, um, and so you'll hear the band playing the alma mater, our dance, dance, and cheer, doing all their stunts. And then we end with the homecoming court along with the band, all of the dance. Uh, there's about, I would say, four to 500 kids out there just dancing away, having a, a big old party on the field. Um, and then, boom, we go back to the stands, and it's really cool. We're playing the alma mater. The lights go off, and I'm sure you've seen that fireworks show that uh, I think hard-pressed to find anywhere else in the state. Wow. So that's homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, I'm sure uh, you're used to that. That's like, that's, you just basically sent a uh, subliminal message to all other schools out there. You better step up your game because we got to go. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a fun day, but man, uh, that hometown feel, you can't beat it here. If you don't think, uh, my parents came in from Chicago uh, for the first time for a football game and it happened to be homecoming. And at the end of the day, they just took more photos and videos of the atmosphere, loud crowd, us in the stands, the fireworks. And I was like, take pictures of me conducting the band and stuff because they like they felt part of the Carlsbad community. And that's what it's all about here, it's family. Yeah, I mean, you brought up photos and videos. So we are social media heavy here. Uh, I know that Loud Crowd has their own like handles and uh, have a high exposure on uh, Twitter and, and, and such. Do you guys do the same thing? Or are you guys included in on that? What's uh, what's your status? Uh, do you guys want uh, if you have it? Do you want us to follow you? Yep. Uh, so we have our website, which is Carlsbad Lancer Band. Um, and I think you guys already have uh, my director handle, which is uh, Mr. Manzi CHS Bands. And um, yeah, I do. Yes. They also have the Instagram account. 
CHS uh, underscore Lancer Bands. Uh, is that account there? And then Facebook is uh, Carlsbad Lancer Band. So we're covering all those four platforms, uh, getting that info out about uh, all we do. Perfect. Yeah, I, I know that uh, several people, they probably want to see what you're doing. So want to make sure we get you some more followers. Yep, yep. You know, uh, it's kind of like in sports, you make like a last-second adjustment during a game. Is there any point where you guys have to make like a last-second adjustment or you just kind of go with the flow? as the game goes along uh oh yeah for sure we have to adjust all the time especially with our shows and the competitions we have microphones for a lot of our soloists so right at the beginning right before we play we have to check whether the microphone is going to work or not that performance if it doesn't we have a backup plan and if it does then that's great but you have to go on the fly for that and if anything but um overall we just have to adapt and also, we also have to pay attention a lot to the football game itself. If a touchdown happens and we're not paying attention, then we would miss our chance. Because after every touchdown, I probably our, our fight song every single time. So say I'm blocking on that, then I miss it for the, whole, for the whole band. So we always have to adjust to that. Yeah, that, that brings up my other question for you guys, too. Um, and you've hit uh, several points, but... Uh, do you team up with, you know, the coaches or do you team up with uh, the loud crowd and you guys have a plan for game time or it's like, nope, loud crowd, you got to follow us or, you know, like we're, we're all the same team, but like, you know, you've got your field show you got to do, you got, you know, all the things that you're, you're working on or I know some, some schools are really good. They're streamlined and some kind of have it all separate and it still looks great, but uh, what, how's it, how's it for y'all down there? I would say we're pretty streamlined because, um, most lunches, I would actually go into the ASB teacher's room, Mr. Riccatelli, and I would actually coordinate with the other sections, the cheer, dance, um, loud crowd, and we would actually figure out when each section is going to do our thing so we could really bring a cohesive experience to the football game. Oh, I like that, cohesive experience. You, you could quote that one. That's a, that's a good one. I like that a lot. Yep. And um, what's really cool this year is uh, Tony Sharp, our cheer coach, um, came to us and our cheer set uh, routines to all of the band's pep tunes. And so making sure that communication got to, all right, loud crowd, we're playing, uh, you know, the next time out and then cheer. This is what we're doing. So everybody was lined up. And um, a lot of people may not know, but I believe two years ago, Jeff Riccatelli, one of the best in the ASB world, uh, in my opinion, uh, came and said, hey, we want to make sure everybody's here in our band, and they went ahead and mic'd us. So it's not just those people in front of. Those speakers are, are blasting the band sound throughout the whole stadium, uh, just like you're hearing that loud crowd and, and cheer. We're, we're filling that stadium up. That's awesome. And, it, and it, I mean, we've seen photos. Uh, when I used to work for a, a website called SoCal Sidelines, we had a writer down there. Mm -hmm. And he saw the atmosphere, just insane how you see this, the, the band and the students. And it's, it's, an inter, it's like an entertain. It's, the stands is, is entertaining in itself. And then you kind of remember, oh, yeah, there's a football game going on, too. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's uh, a fantastic atmosphere out there at Carlsbad. Oh, yeah. It, and it makes people come. Like we said, it's a community. And um, there's something for everyone. And I think that's, you know, really important is that – um, you could come to Carlsbad and have that niche. And, you know, whether it's playing music in the crowd, on the, the field, in front of the loud crowd, just as a part of the loud crowd, in their turn for the team, we got that spot for anybody to be involved who wants to. 
I was going to, I guess, uh, pun intended here, not to toot your own horn or, or maybe to toot your own horn, but uh, was that experience there before you got there, or is this something that you've built under your regime? Uh, I mean, I know, obviously, uh, schools are about tradition, but um, there's sometimes people that just come in, they, they knock a home run, and, and they create the new tradition. How is it down there for you guys? Um, coming back, um, at least from me being here six years ago, um, we, I would say our lab crowd is really built since Jeff has taken it over. I think they had um, kind of the legend there with uh, CR, and then uh, we kind of had uh, someone take over um, and kind of kept it going. But, you know, Jeff had that Lancer blood flowing through his veins and has just really taken it. And what I love, I think, why it's gotten better every year is they're willing to try anything new. You have an idea, hey, let's give it a shot. And I think that's why it's grown. And they've given this um, program. And just as a teacher, I think our, our job is to show them, like, living in a global community. And you have an idea, what is it going to take to make it happen? And we give the kids the tools to do it. And man, they go out there and shine. Um, and I, you know, I think the best is yet to come is how I always feel. Um, I, I'm always excited for the next year of, like, how are we going to take it to the next level? Um, and then they always do. That's awesome. You know, just like in sports, you know, you, you, you read other team signs or, or, or steal, steal signs, I guess. Uh, is there anything that somebody else has done that, like, you guys said, hey, we're going to try that? And, like, you've incorporated into your program. Like, you want to give a shout-out to anybody else where you're just like, man, they, they really pumped it. But we took it and made it ours, and, and now it's even better, so to speak. Uh, no band in particular that we take from, but a lot of our pep tunes are very common pep tunes because they get the crowd going. So we try to just use what works, and uh, a lot of what works everyone uses. Uh, we just kind of put our own flair on everything we do and make as a Carl satisfied behind Well, that's awesome. So, I mean, I guess same thing. Is there anything that um, that you're doing right now that you think that you're the trailblazers in or, or that uh, you're doing so well that – you see other people taking from you? Um, you know, one thing I, I love, Amanda Waters, uh, again, I keep shouting her out, but uh, probably three or four years ago came with this idea of how do we showcase our band who, as you mentioned, sometimes gets lost in the shuffle. Um, if you come 15 minutes before the game, you're going to watch our band uh, walk around the track. Um, and it's kind of this welcome to both our home team and the, the visiting team. Um, we go and we salute each crowd and kind of say, hey, thanks for coming out. Um, and it's so cool to walk to those uh, around the visiting teams and just give them that welcome of, hey, thanks for coming. And the applause that we usually always get from that away team and just that sense of, you know, thanks for, for noticing us here has been awesome. Um, and coming around during that time, uh, we announce all the great accomplishments uh, we've had, whether it's competition season previous year, uh, both regionally and nationally um, as a team. Um, and then it kind of ends with what is like the start of the pregame, playing the, the fight song for the uh, loud crowd. And then, boom, they put that sheet up for uh, the entrance of the, of the football team. And it's just like a cool start of a night. Uh, but I love that recognition that we get because it's kind of like our stage for those 10 minutes uh, where they're just talking about us, where it's like, hey, I'm in my seat, I'm waiting, I'm not grabbing that halftime hot dog. Um, and they're just kind of, they're just, it's been really cool. I mean, I don't.
I mean, I, I understand the temptation of the hot time hot dog, but, uh, <laughs> oh, man, you know, no um, me, yeah, we're go, we always go back to food, Chris. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we, uh, in the beginning, the opening segment, me and Chris are talking about how uh, some bands, you know, we always hear, you know, Mighty Mighty Boston's or Rule Big Fish or we hear Black Sabbath. Do you guys find like a pop culture song, like a rock song or a pop song that you guys play uh, uh, in the band during the game? Or uh, like maybe a unique one that we haven't heard from anyone else? Oh, yeah. Um, this past year, we, we've actually incorporated the Hey song into our pregame tunes. Um, that's become one of the most And that's popular. the uh, Black Eyed Peas? Yeah. No, that's um, Outcast. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that song. And also, I know you're talking about the heavy metal. ASB likes to play Enter Sandman every single time the football team runs on the field. So that's kind of become the tradition over the past year. Huh. I mean, I mean, that's. I mean, you must get credit for for kind of pumping Carlsbad up right before game time. You're gonna play Enter Sandman. Um, <laughs> it does. Wow. That would, you know, that, would be, that would be awesome. You're, you're playing your game, and then all of a sudden your band is playing Inter Sandman. That's, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. I get you pumped up. Um, guys, you know, uh, you know we, we know we talk about bands not getting uh, the recognition, but, I mean, our at Carlsbad, we, we notice you guys, and, and, and like I said, Amanda Waters and everybody else at Carlsbad uh, has given you guys the credit, and, uh, and there's a reason why. Uh, fantastic job, guys. Uh, we'll keep following you guys. Thanks for being on, uh, uh, Peter Manzi and then you know, Gabby and, and Sam. Uh, thanks for being on, guys. We appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much. Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. It's great stuff down there. I, I can't wait to see what more you got. Awesome. Hey, thank you guys for all your support and showcasing the great things our students are doing. Definitely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. All right, guys. Welcome back to the student section report with Manny Alvarez and Chris Hume. Uh, Chris, we uh, – and we're almost done with this full day. I mean, we talked to uh, to five members of the Aztec Army of Palm Desert and then the, the marching Lancers of Carlsbad. Uh, to go to the Aztec Army, I mean, like like I mentioned, you know, it, it seems like people in the desert are jealous of the social media work that, that Bannon and the rest of the guys do there. And, uh, I mean, they're having a phenomenal year showing off that school spirit. Yeah, already uh, within this podcast, I uh, already put a follow and they followed back, so – uh, yeah, they're really interactive. It's great. Um, I mean, I think every school that, you know, wants to jump in on it and get exposure has to do it. But uh, those those guys over there, they're really leading the way. Like they said, hopefully they get their, uh, you know, next uh, round of Aztecs in the future that's going to take over for them after the year. But um, it, was, it was quite interesting to hear their enthusiasm. You could, you could just feel it through the podcast. You know, I mean, we're not directly right in front of them. But, uh, man, they were, they were really excited. They have a lot of school pride. Yeah, and, you know, uh, aside from disagreeing about Philly cheesesteaks, they were fantastic. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll definitely have to – if we're down there, we'll have to go down there and, and try it and uh, see and put it to the test. Yeah, now it's a goal. Um, and, you know, uh, hopefully the other desert student sections, you know, uh, take note and maybe we'll hear from La Quinta or Cathedral City that uh, kind of shocked us uh, for that one week during the year. Um, yeah, but, like, like we see, mentioned – I was going to say, I'd like to see uh, Rancher Mirage step up, the Rattlers, man. I don't even, what's, do we even know the name of their student section at Rancher Mirage? I think it was, I mean, in the gym, they have a, they have a you know, the, you know, like behind the, the, the rim and the backboard, they have like that padded area so kids don't 
get concussions when they when they yeah, fall yeah, to yeah. the ground. Um, and it says it says the welcome to the pit. So oh, like I don't know if they're the pit or, pit or, pit or maybe they're pit. I there so it I it's something I never brought up. Yeah, pie snake pit. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, they've never posted anything on social media. And and the basketball coach coach even said I'm jealous that you know that we you don't know, have said, something uh, like the Essex Army. Uh, just to bring Rancho up real quick, uh, I was at the water polo CIF championships for D7. Their water polo team won. Uh, their head coach is Dominic Kirby. They had a pretty good – I mean, it's all the way down to Irvine from Woolett, so that's quite a drive for them. But, um, I mean, for a 6.30, 7 o'clock game in the cold, they had quite a crowd already. So maybe they got something brewing. Maybe they're growing something. You know, I'd like to see, like you said, maybe the Aztecs uh, spark a whole, like, spirit revolution out there for all those schools. Yeah, and, you know, uh, and I noticed that when you cover, you know, CIF finals, all of a sudden there's a student section. I'm like, I've covered these, this team before. They were never there. I think it's more of a, a typical L.A. type. Well, they're not from L.A., but, you know, when, when you're winning, they show up, I guess. But, um, yeah, right, it's something, right, and, right. And, and, and I'm a fan of Rancher Mirage because of, of my involvement with them. But, uh people take note of, of the Aztec army and, and they're jealous at that of, of the work they put in and, and they should. <laughs> it's a, yeah, a lot no, of no, that, that mean, those guys were hyped today. Those guys were hyped. Definitely. Um, you know, we talked to the Carlsbad marching Lancers uh, and we tried to pick their brain and I think we did. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, they've, they've got a procedure they got to do every week and, and, you know, heck, they're pumping up the Lancers for game time with <laughs> Sandman. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, like that's kind of like that Beyonce comment earlier. You know, like you know, you got Beyonce playing, but then you got Inner Sandman from some other band. That's great. That's, yeah, uh, that's that's some that's some pretty cool stuff right there. And it's pretty cool that they get to use the football field. I mean, I've I know that my school they sent the kids to the asphalt and they had the soccer and and, and football team on the on the football field. So uh, I, it's nice that they get the recognition. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I was gonna say that. I mean, we try to keep it really positive, but. Uh, if I was speaking to any administrators out there or, you know, any, um, I don't know, athletic directors or, or just school officials, that's the one struggle that the athletics versus band has is just territory. And I, and, and I really mean this seriously because band requires a lot. And so I think the new design, maybe they need to build it into the design of the schools because, uh, you know, how the softball field has a, uh, has a field. You know, the football team has a field. Basketball has a gym. I mean, like, if there's so many of these amazing bands out there and they're bringing all this prestige to the school, uh, maybe they need to start adding a little space for, like, the band field. You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Like, I, exactly. I'm not trying to, like, stir anything up, but I think it's a great idea, something to maybe ponder in the future as, you know, time goes on. You know, yeah, and hopefully, hopefully, maybe we, we, we struck a nerve. Um, you know, personal experience, you have the band director talking to the AD or the band director talking to the principal saying, I need more space, you know, and not that they're complaining, but, you know, they need the space to be able to do what they do. So, uh, and, and not that one is more important than the other, but everybody is due, I think, equal and fair share if, you know, it's, it's talking about students and, you know, opportunities and stuff like that. You know, um, and there's some bands where they kind of catch your attention. I remember the end of the Santa Ana Elisa Nagel game. I'm walking towards the field to the Elisa Nagel side because they're going to win the game, and I'm going to talk to the coach and two of the players. And the Santa Ana band starts playing that Marachi music, and I turn around. I'm like behind the goalposts. Are they playing Marachi? I'm like, it caught my attention. 
And yeah. so some of those marching, some of those bands, I mean, they, they provide that entertainment where it's like, did they just do that? That's cool. Um, one Definitely. band, and hopefully we see their one band that we hopefully see their student section here soon, and maybe the band as well because uh, they're just as good as Vista Marietta. Uh, I yeah, went to uh, a football game there. And yeah, that band, the, I mean. The Bronco Bleacher Creatures. Yeah, BBC. So, yeah, I know that um, they, they won the uh, most spirited uh, – most spirited school in the nation a, a few years back uh, for Marquis and the uh, school that we just talked to, their band, uh, they actually won as well. So Carlsbad Lapper, I think they won last year, so which is huge. So that's it. I don't know if you know, but that if you're the most spirited through varsity, it's $25,000 check to your ASB. So I know that what we're doing may bring a little bit of light and get people out there trying to, you know, win some, some cold hard cash to, uh, you know, fund some programs for their school. I got to win the lottery and donate 25 grand every year then. <laughs> um, there you, I know. I wish, right? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that, the Vista Marietta band, I mean, it, it resembled to like a college halftime show. It's just so insane. And, and hopefully we'll see more bands along the way. We're not going to see a band next week. Uh, we're going to see a super fan from Canyon High School, my alma mater. I've known this guy for maybe seven, eight years, and I consider him a very good friend of mine. Mitchell Siegel, the future Canyon Hall of Famer. He got inducted – well, he got voted in uh, a month or two ago, and he's going to get inducted uh, in about a month or two from now. Um, but the school spirit this guy has and the endless energy is insane, and uh, we're going to talk to him and pick his brain as to, you know, what makes him just go 120% every day, not just at Canyon, but but working at uh, – he works at a sandwich place called Borden, Blue, Borden Brew, and he works at Disneyland, and uh, – I mean, the guy is just like an energy. He's a lit, he's a walking energy drink. Oh wow! So um, I, yeah, I'm excited to talk to him. Yeah, he, he loves Canyon. He loves uh, the city of Anaheim Hills. So we'll be talking to him. We're also going to be talking to the Edison Mess. So we're going to have a custodian group with us. Um, Edison will be here. They're from Huntington Beach. Uh, they're called the Mighty Edison Student Section. Short mess, and uh, yeah. we always kind of say they they they, uh, they cause uh, uh, quite the mess when they show up. So we'll uh, talk to them, um, but hopefully we'll see some bands in the future, and hopefully this, this interview with Carlsbad will, will help. Um, one thing that we mentioned, a uh, fan topic, and, and we couldn't get to the fan topic this week, Q&A, because just, we had a packed lineup. And uh, one of them, you know, Saturdays afternoon, we do a student section of the week poll, and we did that last week, and we had the tie with, with Bishop Amon and Capital Valley. Perhaps this Thursday we will have a fan topic and me and Chris will come up with, you know, with four uh, topics as to what we should talk about. Um, perhaps we keep talking about food. Uh, it seems like we were uh, really high on food today. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love But food. also, you know, maybe food. talk about, talk about, you know, the, the maybe pop culture. We talked about movies. Maybe talk about a Q&A with student sections. You know, what, what we look for for the top student sections. And uh, obviously outside of social media, there's other things we look at. But uh, we'll have a fan topic. You guys can go ahead and vote on it, and we'll talk about it. Um, guys, uh, where do you look for that fan poll? Good question. Go to Twitter, SoCal Sections. Uh, we, have, we follow everyone. We retweet all the, all the student sections and all the bands, and, and uh, especially videos and, and, and photos. Uh, we're going to be looking at Palm Desert tomorrow, and uh, I'm going to be at Vista Marietta tomorrow. Speaking of Bronco Bleacher Creatures, I'm going to check out – uh, the, the Vista BBC and uh, hopefully Temeca Valley Gold Zone will be there and I'll, and I'll have a student section battle. Um, hopefully, because that, that's a long drive for me. <laughs> um, 
But uh, we'll see them. You'll see uh, us post videos and photos of that on our Twitter as well as our Instagram, SoCal Student Sections. Our Facebook is, I mean, I know Facebook is more for uh, sharing your politics. Uh, I'm not sure if that's correct. But uh, <laughs> um, we do have a Facebook, and that's SoCal Student Sections. Follow us there. Coach, uh, oh, well, I forgot about me. Uh, yeah. Instagram, Instagram, Manny A2, and uh, Twitter, uh, M Alvarez, A L V A R E Z O two. That's my uh, Twitter. Uh, I mainly post on the SoCal student sections, but you can also follow me there. Coach, I know you're not alone in the social media game. No, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, it's all the same pretty much. It's at Coach Hulm, uh, C O A C H h u l m as in mary e is an elephant on twitter and facebook and then uh you just add a little period in between the coach and the hulm on instagram so it's at coach dot hulm on instagram i'll follow you follow me i'll follow you back you know i want to spread uh as much spirit because uh if you read my bio it talks about like positivity and inspiration uh i used to keep all my awards and act no 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 like no, I think uh, my mission is to, to try to boost everybody else up. So, And I know that you're doing a great job with this, too, and uh, us bringing all this, uh, uh, I'd say, publicity, awareness, uh, just bringing the spirit to uh, the students and the schools and just the communities that they're in is, is such a blessing. Uh, I, I love it. I love doing this. This is great. Yeah, and this is this is awesome, and uh, you know the the way you bring in the positivity, Mike. I gotta have him as my co-host, and uh, two episodes in, so far so good, and 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 we'll be back next week. And you know, if uh, you are uh, if you have a business and you're enjoying this, um, feel free to be a sponsor. Uh, and trust me, we will talk you up. We did talk about we did talk up Philly cheesesteaks and uh, and other foodies. Uh, believe me, we'll talk you up as well. Um, yeah, well, I was so say, if you have, yeah, go ahead. You know, like I said, if you have a business, you know, hit us up on on our social medias, message us, and then we will uh, we will talk about uh, what what you want us to say. Well, trust me, uh, you know, if Tony Luke's can give me a check, that'd be great. I prefer to get paid in, in cheesesteaks, but but you oh. know, uh, try. I mean, Party City, where's Party City out of Walmart? I mean, we talked about these student sections. I mean, they attack right. those places for their for their well, props. I, so um, I, I think uh, behind the scenes too, we talked about. Uh, platforms these platforms are amazing for networking so like for example uh the students that were on today for you know palm desert imagine them when they go to college the relationships that they're building doing all these things they take the college and then they're able to you know create it even more there imagine what they can do later on in life whether they have businesses or they need something from somebody they reach out and whether it's like you for example uh and us needing sponsors for the show or whether you know somebody has a favor for somebody else uh, use the platform. Use the platform to create all these opportunities for yourself. And I think that's a, a great lesson for all the kids And uh, through retweeting, tweeting, following, uh, doing everything to spread the message. And maybe one day you'll have a Braveheart outfit on walking at Cal State Fullerton. Who knows? Right, right. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Being ripped. Being ripped. Yeah. I do have to shout out exactly. a couple of my fraternity brothers because uh, they're amazing. They, uh, like, for example, today my fraternity brother, uh, AJ Patel, He's the one that helped me put together the vector design for our logo. We actually did not have a vector design for uh, for all of our marketing materials. And I could have done it myself, but he did it in five minutes. So I got to give him a shout out. I, I said I would. So uh, I really appreciate that, AJ. You know, uh, thanks, thanks a million. Awesome. And I think somebody retweeted. It looked like a uh, fraternity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got it. We already yeah, have like a lot I said, of movement I, on that. We already have a lot of movement on that. 
<laughs> I think I don't know if it's Perfect. because it's so much spirited or if it's just trying to make fun of me uh, having hair. I, I'm not sure. It's probably the second. <laughs> probably, probably that because now I'm gonna get it. They'll be like, "Hey, nice hair, bleach. You had hair." <laughs> Great job, uh, Eminem. <laughs> um, exactly, exactly. Guys, uh, again next week, Edison uh, Mighty Edison Student Section, otherwise known as the Edison Mess, will be on. Mitchell Siegel, the Canyon Super Fan and future Hall of Famer at Canyon High School, will be on. Guys, follow us on our social media as we mentioned, and uh, I will be at Vista Marietta on Tuesday, Thursday. I'll be at Orange Lutheran to check out Code Red. Um, if you want us to check you guys out, let us know. We'll find an open schedule and show up. But uh, keep showing off that school spirit, guys. We will follow it, myself and Coach Hume included, and. We will see you guys on the hardwood. Keep showing up for school spirit. We'll see you then. All right. Peace.